Good evening, sports fans. This is the first podcast of the Brady and Bryce show, the daily sports takes and podcasts. Um, me and my co-host, Dominic Brady, are excited to get to you guys today to discuss probably the most exciting NBA offseason yet. What are your thoughts about that? Well, I'm very excited. As a personal Lakers fan, I'm really looking forward to seeing how the Lakers start to get these big free agents. As Magic Johnson even said today, if he doesn't get big free agents for the next two seasons, he's going to step down. As for not just Lakers, but all overall, all NBA teams, it's fairly excited with all big free agents. Yeah, and it's crazy because, you know, watching the NBA awards last night, um, there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of excitement to see where this is going to go. The draft just took place. So the awards kind of just makes an end to this past season. And, you know, the Golden State Warriors are the – a big villain in the NBA. So it's going to be interesting to see what the other teams are going to try to do to try to overcome them. Yeah, I think NBA fans are sick of the LeBron versus Warriors narrative and they're ready to see who could take on the Warriors next. Yeah, so about the NBA Awards reaction last night, um, I think my highlight watching it over well, had to be Bill Russell and yeah. his what he did with Charles Barkley. He was like... <laughs> I love his tweet after he was he said um about sorry it's just um it's just it's just so uh it's I forget exactly what he said he said it was like instincts um every time he sees him so I mean, um when he has yeah, as many championships as he does he can do whatever he wants <laughs> exactly he's a legend he can say it no one's gonna do anything about it um. Another thing last night that I liked was ex-Raptors coach Dwayne Casey. Yeah, 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 yeah. When he said, um, yeah, if you guys didn't know, I was fired uh, before receiving the Coach of the Year award. So I, I think he's going to do big things in Detroit. Um, yeah, they're going to surround their franchise around Blake Griffin and Andre Drummond. The Pistons fans should be excited. Yeah, um, I think if they could get one more solid guard to maybe play with them. They'd be yeah. good, but um, they just need a they just need a leader. Reggie Jackson is pretty good, but they just need like one point guard or shooting guard just lead the offense. Yeah, and that's something we're gonna dig into tonight. Maybe one of the p- potential free agents could end up going there. Um, it's gonna be interesting. I'm shaking. I'm ready for July first as a Lakers fan, as a Wizards follower. I know you are Lakers and Thunder. Yep. So. Excited. It's going to be interesting to see. Um, other NBA rumors. Oh, um, yeah. The big, the big deal today. Um, the Washington Wizards traded with Doc Rivers and the Los Angeles Clippers, and Doc dealt, Doc dealt his son over to DC for Gortat's big contract. So, what are your thoughts about that? Well, as I, as I'm not a personal fan of either team, so I kind of have an unbiased view. So looking at it from the Wizards' perspective, yes, they get a really good guard off the bench or even potentially starting if they switch up the lineup with Beal, who knows. But off the bench, they're going to have a much stronger second team, but then they really hurt their starting lineup because they don't have any other good center. But if they're able to sign a big man in the free agency, I think they've won this trade. But if they're not able to get a or a mobile center that to fit John Wall's speed or fast paced speed, then I think the Clippers may have won this trade. 
Yeah, it's kind of interesting because the Clippers, you know, they were loaded with point guards last year. They had Patrick Bever- Beverly, uh, Miles Tito Sedic, um, and a couple others on the rise. And Austin Rivers just didn't really fit the system anymore. And as a rebuilding team now, yeah. you know, I guess taking Cortez's expiring contract made sense for them. And um, I think that kind of ends the DeAndre Jordan era. Yeah. That, that's the last of Lob City, so that'll yeah. be interesting to see where they go. Um, They're in Jerry a total West, rebuild, yeah, I mean, Jerry West was a part of the Warriors rebuild, mm-hmm. so maybe he's trying to do something different there. But I don't know. I just don't see what they gave up for Blake Griffin, their return. I just don't see the point of that yeah. in the long run. Because that, with that Pistons pick, their drafted person was – they got Gilgis Alexander in the trade for two future second round picks for Miles Bridges, which I mean, that's I mean Alexander was their guy. That's another point guard that got in Rivers' way, so that made sense. But they also Jerome got Jerome Robinson, Robinson, yeah, at thirteen. I don't know at thirteen. Yeah, I mean maybe maybe they're going for the three and D wings. Maybe they're hoping for his potential, but. I know, I'm, I'm really liking sure. that Alexander pick. I feel like he's their guard of the future. Yeah, he is a good player. I thought for sure that Charlotte was going to hold on to him and trade Kemba Walker. Yeah, so I think talking about these draft players that just got drafted leads us into our first segment of the night. Uh, we're going to be grading each NBA team and how they drafted and just discussing some of their picks. If you want to start with the Atlanta Hawks, you can – what you would think, how they did. All right, so the Hawks, what they did, they drafted Luka Doncic at three, made the trade with the Dallas Mavericks for a future pick, and for Trey Young at five. Now, Trey Young is high risk, high reward. And by I mean high risk, man, this is a big risk move. Um, I like their other two picks. Kevin Herter at 19 is a good player. I think he fits the NBA today. And Amari Spellman could be a good big man in the long run. He's, he won a championship for Villanova last year. He's coming off. But I'm really curious to see the type of player Trey Young. I think Atlanta Hawks know that they're not even close to contention. So they're hoping Trey Young, with fewer years in development, can become something like Steph Curry. I'm not sure. I give that a B-. minus. With upside to be an A, but with downside to be a D in the long run. So how I think so my grade for the Hawks was a B plus, and I would have given them an A if they would have stayed with Doncic. But with the players they drafted themselves, I would have given them like a B minus or C plus. But the fact that they were able to get a first round pick for next season along with getting number five pick, mm-hmm. I think that was a very strong deal with them with the Mavericks, but it just all depends on Trey Young. If he ends up living up to his potential, then they're going to have won this trade for many years to come. As with Kevin Herter, I think he's going to be very crucial to the second unit. I don't know if he's ready to start in the NBA. No. And then Spellman, I think he's going to be a good role player and maybe even developing into a potential sixth man. And if he does get to full potential, maybe starter one day. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of interesting. They're the person they drafted last year, John Collins, he actually yeah. exceeded my expectations. I didn't think he was going to be as good as he was. Um, and Trey Young's going to be the decider. We're, I don't yeah. want to come back here a year later and judge this 
this uh this grade yet because I feel like this is going to be a long term grade to see who they pick next year. So I mean, I liked what the Hawks are doing. You know, Trey Young was their guy no matter what, and instead of taking him at three, they got another pick for next year with a team like Dallas, who they're in the West, they're not going to be as strong with all these super teams. So um, they might get a good pick out of it too. Yeah. Okay, so next up we got Boston. So I gave the Celtics a C plus. They only had one pick in the draft, drafting uh, center Robert Williams. He, in my opinion, he was one of the more underrated players in the draft. He's, I think he, he's not a complete center, but I think he's good enough to like what they're trying to build because their their weakest position I feel is center because they have Al Horford, mm-hmm. but they don't really have depth at that position. So I think they drafted Williams just to give some like depth behind Horford and just prepare because they already have a championship caliber team. They're just trying to create depth to help yep. the second unit. So Robert Williams, I think when the Celtics got to this pick, they looked at it and was like, wow, this dude is still on the board. Because, yeah. I mean, I know me and you both had him going mid-teens. Yeah. Um, I think – where they're at with this pick, it was a solid pick. And with a championship contender team, you're not going to find many players in the draft that low to, yeah. con- that contrib- to contribute to what you have now. So I gave them a B-plus just on the value. And because um, at 27, you're not going to find any other player besides Williams that can contribute to that second team right away. Yeah. Um, yeah, I like where the Celtics pick's going. Um. They have a good young core. It'll be interesting to see what they can do with Kyrie and Hayward back with these yeah. young guys. So to Brooklyn, yeah, I don't know either player they picked. So <laughs> I mean, with what they picked, I guess it's not really for the next couple seasons. But yeah. they kind of took players that can maybe be big later on. Yeah. Um, what Brooklyn does is I've noticed from past drafts is they don't take guys, <laughs> they don't take guys with names I can't pronounce. <laughs> every year um i gave Foreign this a player. d yeah i give this a d honestly i just i just don't see it for the nets i mean i think the biggest thing for the nets is maybe trying to put something together to get big free agents next offseason i think that's what yeah. their focus is now in my opinion i feel the brooklyn nets ruined their franchise for the over the next decade when they did that paul pierce kevin garnett trade back a couple <laughs> years ago Oh, my they, goodness. They lost so many. They basically helped Boston elevate getting Jason Tatum and all these awesome young players. They destroyed their franchise, in my opinion, hoping to get, like, another championship out of Boston's old big three. But anyway, in reference to this draft, I give Brooklyn a C plus. I gave them the de- benefit of the doubt because I think Musa, their 29th pick, I think he's, he's not horrible, but, like, I, mm-hmm. think, I think they got some value at that pick. It's just it's hard to rate Brooklyn because I feel like they just draft hoping like one of them is just gonna break out to be a star, but as we've seen, it hasn't worked. Yeah, with Brooklyn right now, I think they're all worried about the cap because they're already buying out Dwight Howard, making him a free agent. Yeah. So I'm excited to see what D. Russ can do with them full fully yeah. healthy though, because yeah. he was a he was a good player for the Lakers. I mean, yeah, but he was injured all last year. Yeah, so that'll be interesting. Um, Charlotte. The Charlotte Hornets. So I gave them a B because I really, really like their pick at 12 with Miles Bridges. I feel like, well, with Howard gone, I mean, Miles Bridges, can, I feel like he could play power forward. 
Howard was the center, but I feel like he can make an impact immediately. Maybe not start in the beginning of the season, but I think eventually by the time the end of the season comes, he's going to be a starter. And I think he's going to be a really good contribution to the team. Yeah, Miles Bridges, I mean, Miles Bridges was their guy the whole time. They were actually trying to trade that 11th pick. So, but the Clippers weren't budging at first. So what they did is picked their guy Alexander and got a couple second round picks out of it. Um, so Bridges is good. I think he can be a starter from day one. It'll be interesting. I think he's very underrated in the draft. I remember talking about him after his freshman year. I thought he would have been a lot of pick last year's draft too in that stack draft. So I mean, yeah. in their second round too, they took Devonte Graham, and I think from Kansas. I think he can be a very good backup point guard. Yeah. But, oh, it's exciting to see what Charlie does about Kemba Walker, though. It's all the rumors of him potentially going to the Cavs. Or... Yeah, I mean, that Cleveland's got to do something. Like, yeah. they got to I mean, switch something up. They drafted Sexton. We'll get to that later on, but yeah. Yeah, I give this overall a B for now, Um, with a lot of upside, though, to see what Bridges and Graham can do. Yeah. Yeah, next, we got Chicago Bulls. I gave them an A minus. I really liked at their seventh pick. I really like, really, really like Wendell Carter. Um, I just think he's gonna. I think he's gonna be an All Star in the NBA. To be honest, like he's just a complete player in my opinion. When Wendell Carter was walking out of the intros, when I saw him do that Wakanda Forever symbol, I was like, I like this guy already. Um. I think it was a no-brainer pick for them at seven. I had them taking Michael Porter, but they went with the safer pick with their young guys. Yeah. Um. They got Zach Levine, Chris Dunn, guys that could be something. Yeah. And starting I think, to rebuild and get a lot of youth. Yeah, and I think um, Wendell Carter can be big for them in the middle, being a big defender for them, big high flyer rebounder. So. And I also like the underrated pick of Chandler Hutchinson. This is one of the later first-round picks I got right, so I'm kind of excited about that. So I gave them a B plus. Um, I'm really excited to see how the Bulls actually end up. little off-topic, but relating to Wendell Carter, and the new, his mom was actually in the news today uh, just complaining about Duke, saying like how they're kind of like a classless organization because like, they like did something about like releasing Marvin Bagley's like – like information or like about like reclassifying so like mm-hmm. there, like there's just a lot of controversy not with him himself but just like his family right now so i just thought yeah. that would be interesting to bring up anyway uh moving on to the cavaliers uh they only um, had one pick in the draft and it was yeah Colin they only sexton. had sexton yeah um i mean this fits what they need i mean i don't think they the Cavs plan on having george hill as their point guard for the future so <laughs> yeah he's um, getting old I gave this a B. Um, I think Colin Sexton's – I remember watching the draft, and they said, Colin, what's your pitch to keep LeBron in Cleveland? He was like, let's do it, baby. Let's do it. Yeah, I'm like, a few more that's not, that's not going to keep the king. Um, but I give this a B just because I don't know what type of player Sexton's going to become. I mean, he's nowhere near Kyrie Irving, and I think this is a yeah. Kyrie Irving replacement. Yeah. I mean, I think – like Cleveland, if I think as a pitch to try to keep LeBron, I would not be surprised if they traded Sexton in some deal to try to get Kemba Walker. I think mm-hmm. I think he's just gonna be like a piece. Like they, um, if if like they don't think they get LeBron back, I think they'll keep him and like try to build around him and Kevin Love, unless they trade Kevin Love. <laughs> 
But mm-hmm. I, get, I gave this pick a B plus because it did two things. One, it gave them a durable point guard like that's young. And two, LeBron James really likes Sexton going into the draft. So it's kind of like giving LeBron something he wanted if like a last pitch effort to try to get him to come back to Cleveland. Yeah, I mean, it would be a good last pitch. But if I, me personally, if I was LeBron, I'd be like Colin Sexton. Orlando Ball's passing game. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I might be a little biased, but Orlando mm, yeah. Ball makes other players around him look good. Yeah, and what I like about Ball is that like he doesn't try to shoot. Like his brothers, like are all like me, me, me. Let me score, let me score. Like Ball is like very like team first player. Like he like he cares about getting his teams and teammates involved and like getting the score, not getting mm-hmm. himself the points. And I'm not worried about his shooting. People are talking about how bad of a shooter he is. He's gonna. It was his first year in the NBA. He's gonna improve on all of that. Like John Wall, when he his first year in the NBA, he was a horrible three point shooter. Yeah, and we don't really need Lon or Lakers don't really need Lonzo Ball to score. He that's why they have Brandon Ingram. Brandon Ingram's an all power. And Kuzma, like, man, he story. scores too. Yeah, they they don't need they need him to facilitate the offense and pass, and that's what he was doing his rookie year. So I don't know why yeah. people said he was a bust. He's definitely not. Yeah, man, to, let's go on to the Dallas Mavericks. I'm excited Ooh, about their draft, yes. dude. I, I gave them an A+. Plus. <laughs> nice. Um, nice. Luka Doncic, man, he just fits their system perfect. Um, I can't really talk much more about that. I mean, Doncic is a beast. Jalen Brunson in their second round I think is a great pick um, for a backup point guard with potential to be – Something big. I mean, college, the best college basketball player of the year. Um, I know he might be a little small, but he, in the second round, you're just looking for basketball players, guys, who can just score. So, um, I gave them an A minus. I would have given, like, for the players that drafted it to an A plus, but I don't like that they had to give up that first round pick for next year to get yeah. Doncic. Because, like you said, like, Trey Young was always the Hawks player. So, like, I feel like if they didn't even make the trade, they could have gotten Doncic at mm-hmm. four but, uh, or five. But uh, I really like the Mr. Irrelevant pick at 60 getting yeah. Giannis's brother. I mean, yeah, Kostas. Any Antetokounmpo is potential for a future NBA star, in my opinion. So, I, yeah. I think I think that was a good pick. But really, going back to Luka Doncic, I think he was the best guard in the draft by far. Mm-hmm. Um, and he he's NBA ready. Like he has experience playing overseas professionally. He won Euroleague MVP. I think I think he's ready to take control. And I'm very excited to see how he plays with Dennis Smith Jr. Because last year I predicted Dennis Smith Jr. would have the best career out of anyone drafted in last year's draft. So I'm really excited to see how they work together. And I'm excited to see him talk to Derek and get some advice from him yeah. before he retires because. Yeah. He's probably one of the best overseas players to get it done. So yeah, I think he's the best overseas player of all time, actually. Yeah, I would him definitely him agree him with that. Yeah. So Denver Nuggets, I Ooh, yeah. really like the player they got at fourteen. I wouldn't if right before the draft, if you told me Michael Porter Jr. fell to fourteen, I would be like, no, you're joking. Yeah. So I think maybe. I think he's going to be like a Ben Simmons. He probably won't play the first year, but he's going to come out and be a stud. Yeah, I gave them an A+. plus. Yeah, just the value they got him was crazy. You didn't have to move up. You didn't have to give up any of your assets. So, yeah. I uh, 
I like their – I think they got a value pick apart from Porter at number 43 with Justin Jackson. I'm surprised he fell that far, to be honest. So the thing about Justin Jackson is I think he was dealt in a trade to Orlando. Really? Yeah, but they do have Jared Vanderbilt at 41, which is another good big man. Yeah, I was reading over it. I think Justin Jackson was traded for, like, a future second round and the 41st pick, so. Um, But I still give it a big A, A plus, whatever you want to give it. I think Denver's close to playoff contention. They're yeah, almost there. Jo- Jovic. Jokic, uh, yeah. Yeah, he uh, he's a top three center in my opinion. Yeah, with potential to be the best one yeah. one day. So, um, yeah, I think I think Michael Porter Jr. is gonna end up having either him or Mo Bamba is gonna have the best career from this draft, in my opinion. Yeah. Okay. I'm so D- on D- Detroit. Detroit. I don't really have much to say about these two guys. Um, I mean, for value wise, they're pretty good. I gave it a B overall. Bruce yeah. Brown and no played good for Miami. He's gonna be a backup, and Thomas as well at thirty eight. Yeah. I mean, I think they're just drafting just to get, like, some role players to play around uh, Blake Griffin and Andre Drummond. I mean, that's their that's their whole team pretty much at this point. Yeah. Okay, so uh, Golden State Warriors. I love Evans at 28 yeah. for them. Yeah, that's good off the second unit behind all these superstars. Yeah, I mean, what Golden State's really looking for is just guys that can give them some minutes. I mean, yeah. they're not going to do much. Um, yeah, I mean, if I was Evans, I'd be really excited. Yeah, like pretty much like instant championship uh, yeah. contender. <laughs> That's what I was reading one thing. They were like, um, Kevon Looney is a free agent this year, a two-time, uh, two-time national champion. I was like, what? <laughs> uh, so, I mean – It'll be interesting to see how he does. I think he'd be maybe a good defensive piece. They're not going to ask him to shoot a lot, but he can if they need him to. So, Yeah. With the Rockets, DeAnthony Melton at 46 I feel, I feel is like a he, steal. Yeah, he dropped a lot. I had him going um, to the Lakers in the first round. Me too. So, um, Vincent Edwards, when you're at the 52nd pick, you're just looking for guys that can play basketball. And watching that dude at Purdue, he could play basketball. So I liked their value. I gave him a B plus. I gave, I actually gave him a C because, I mean, what I don't think he's going to be able to contribute right away because the Rockets have yeah. so many guards. They have mm-hmm. – I mean, Ariza's a forward, but he plays guards sometimes. They have Harden, they have Paul, they have Eric Gordon, they have Lou Williams. They just have really a lot of guards, so I don't think he's going to be able to make an immediate impact. Is Williams still in Houston? No, he got traded. That's right, that's right. Didn't he get traded to the – was it Clippers? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, my bad, my bad. They got You're traded good. to the deadline, yeah. No, Eric, yeah, he, Eric Gordon and all those guys are just still there. Yeah, I mean, he, I mean, these guys, I mean, like I said with the Celtics earlier, you're not really looking to draft guys that are going to step in and give you big rotation minutes. You're looking for guys that um, can learn around these studs and maybe, I mean, rookie contracts are four years, so maybe the third or fourth year come around, they can start contributing, so. Yeah. The Pacers, I love Aaron Holiday in their system. Um, yeah, he, I'm surprised he got drafted so low. I thought he was one of the better guards in the draft. 
Yeah, I mean, you got two. You know what they say, the youngest is usually the best at the sport. Um, I mean, I don't know if that'll uh, be in Jordan, the long run. Probably, yeah. yeah, but I really like the Pacers. I mean, probably one of their weakest positions on the team was point guard with Darren Collison. He's good, but he's not in the top half of the league. Yeah. So I'm thinking maybe he could develop into that, but I really think that the Pacers um, got a good pick there. And I don't know much about Elise Johnson, but that didn't change my rating to them at all. I give them a B plus. Yeah, I, I give them a minus. I just really like the value they got with Aaron Holiday. Yeah, I agree with you. So the Clippers, what do you think about that? Ooh, I gave them an A. I really, really love their pick with Alexander at 11. Um, not so much. I think Jerome Robinson was a little bit of a, like, reach. But mm-hmm. I just I, – I give him an A because Alex – I just feel like Alex is their future. I think he, they're looking for him to replace Chris – I mean, Chris Paul was on there a couple years ago. But, like, he's your next Chris Paul in my opinion. Yeah, I mean, I think Patrick Beverly's going to start. But I think he's going to get a lot of minutes as a rookie. I think he's going to – I mean, like you said, the point guard of the future. And – Jerome Robinson. Um, I had I him think, going late for Shrem. I did too, but um, I think what Jerry West is trying to create there is he's trying to get around guys like the Warriors, like what he used to do. And maybe he's thinking Jerome Robinson can turn into a mini clay. I'm not sure. But, I mean, I like his value. Um, I think he could be good down the line. I gave them a B minus just because I don't think they got what they deserved at the return of Blake Griffin. Yeah. Um, Blake Griffin is top, someone top you can't replace. Plus. Yeah. Yeah. Now my favorite team and yours as well, the Los Angeles Lakers. So I was actually pretty disappointed. I know, I know you liked the pick at twenty-five with Wagner. I gave them a C minus. I actually wanted them to get who the Celtics drafted, Robert Williams. But I mean, I see what they're trying to do. They're trying to prepare like they're preparing as if they're gonna get like the likes of LeBron or Paul George. They're just trying to get pieces together in order to like fit around those players. I mean, Wagner's good like for that purpose, but I think they should have drafted as if they're not gonna get those guys. And as if their current roster is how it's going to be for next season. Yeah, I mean, um, the Lakers really identified what their team's going to be about by drafting Lonzo Ball, distributor, by drafting Kyle Kuzma, a guy that can stretch the floor. You got Ingram, he can stretch the floor. They picked up Brooke Lopez thinking he could stretch the floor. He did not do that. So I was listening to the Lakers press conference today to introduce got like the two guys they got Savi and Wagner and um Magic Johnson took a shot at Brooke Lopez they were like and our and our old center Brooke Lopez Wagner's gonna come in and replace that do I think Wagner's gonna be a starter no but I think he could be an interesting role player maybe fit in with some rotations with Lonzo um he's one of those guys like Robinson that kind of started sliding up in the draft just because of the modern NBA um I'm interested to see what he can do. Bonga, I was watching some tape on him. I think in a few years he could be NBA ready. And Svi, man, that dude can shoot. So at 47, you're looking for guys that can just play basketball. And I think you're looking at Svi as a third-string 
shooting guard right now that can maybe give you some minutes through injury or if you if you need that hot hand. So, I mean, it'll be interesting to see where these guys pull out. So, uh, next, Memphis. I give them an A. I really like their – I think Jaron Jackson. I think he was not talked about as much as the, the other high lottery picks. But I think he's actually a very good forward, and I think he's going to have a really mm-hmm. good NBA career. And then Javion Carter, I feel like that was also a pretty good value pick at 32. I don't know much about him, but I think he's going to also have a pretty good career. I watched Javon Carter play for – um, West Virginia, and I've never seen a dude be able to score so easily that he was. And I'm really surprised that he wasn't talked about as much in the draft. Um, Jaron Jackson at four, great pick, best player available, didn't have to give up anything. But if Doncic was there, I think they would have taken him. But Jackson was a great runner up for that. I think um, I could... gave them. Good. I gave them an A plus. I just I like the Grizzlies draft. I think Jackson, I think they drafted him looking at – I know he's on the center, but like kind of looking as a replacement for Marc Gasol because he's getting up there in years. So I think he's going to be like the next like franchise player for them. Yeah, he's a great um, – he's, he's a great defender, and I think he'll be a mixed replacement for Zach Randolph and um, Gasol in the future. So I think if they can find someone else that can play along with him, that'll be good. Um, the Miami Heat did not have a pick, so I gave them a D for that. They're nowhere near anything. I think you just got to start building up. <laughs> I just said, I just said, not applicable because, like, I just I didn't even grade them since they didn't have any picks. Yeah, Milwaukee Bucks at seventeen. I gave them a B. Um, DiVincenzo, I think he can step in and give them some minutes, give them some points off the second line. So I also gave them a B. I think that's a pretty good value pick at seventeen. I had him. I think I had him going like top fifteen. I believe. And I think – I mean, it's not too much of a flaw, but I think it was good value for Milwaukee. Yeah. Um, just to finish up these, I think we should maybe run through these a little quicker unless something pops up. I think a lot of these teams later on don't have much besides a couple. Okay. Um, I'll, I'll just mention the, anything if I see anything big. Yeah, the Timberwolves, um, I like their pick at 48 better than 20 and Bates tee up. I had him late first. I mean, he was the ACC player of the year. Um, Agoki could also be good later on. Um, Minnesota, I was surprised that their record didn't show what the roster is last year. Yeah. I gave him a B for this in the long run. but I mean, you can't really discredit them because Jimmy Butler was injured a lot during the regular season. Yeah. Um, so I'll also um, give them a B plus as well. The Pelicans with Carr, I gave them a C. I mean, I think they're looking at Carr as a third point guard, sitting behind yeah, Rondo, Rondo and Holiday. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, at their for their only pick was at fifty one, so it's hard to give them a good draft grade. Yeah, I give them a C plus. The Knicks. Man, I know. Watching the draft, those Knicks fans wanted Michael Porter, Porter so yeah. bad, and Knox's reaction was like, "Man, it just gets me more ready." But I don't know. <laughs> I would hate going to a team that was um that'd be booing me when I got picked. So I mean, I gave him a C plus. Mitchell Robinson's a project. He just got out of high school. He could be something later on, but. 
I gave I'm not sure a, about this one yet. Yeah, I gave him a B minus. I think Kevin Knox is a good player. I would have given them a higher grade, but I think just from the fact that they had a chance to get Porter and they just didn't jump on it because, like, Porter just has too much potential to not draft. And Porter really shouldn't have fallen below the top ten. But, yeah, I think Knicks fans – or not Knicks fans, but Knicks ownership's going to be mad at themselves for years to come for missing out on that opportunity. I don't like their draft from the past couple years, man. Nitakina last year over yeah. Dennis Smith, man. Yeah, I like, know. That was – yeah. I mean, Porzingis uh, three years ago, that, that was good, yeah, obviously. But, that was good. But no one no one could have saw Porzingis coming. He was the third – or what was the fourth pick in the draft? Yeah, they got him four. No one knew he was going to get drafted that early. That was a big surprise. Yeah, I mean, Knox was their guy the whole time. They thought Porter would be gone, so they didn't even question it when he was still there. So, okay, Thunder, Thunder, they yeah. didn't have. They had three second round picks. Um, Dilo, I think, is a really good wing player. As is Hall. Hall kind of reminds me of Malcolm Brogdon, honestly, playing in Virginia. Um, I watched some of him, some of his games play, but I also saw him lose to UMBC. So I have to give the Retrievers a shout out there. But I gave them a C plus. I mean, it's it's really hard. Like the Thunder, their their main priority right now is to try to get Paul George to stay. So um. yeah, I hate to say it, but I feel the Thunder may have to go into rebuild mode if Paul George leaves. I mean, Thunder are my second favorite team, but I don't. Russell Westbrook's just not enough to beat teams like the Warriors and the Rockets in the West. So. Mm-hmm. At this point, if they can't re-sign George, they're probably going to have to go into total rebuild mode. Yeah, I agree with you on that. Um, I mean, I mean, there's not a free agent out there that can replace Paul George. I mean, they took a big risk. They got rid of Oladipo, and now look at Oladipo. He's most yeah, approved player. So if, if Paul George left, that would just look like a bad trade for him in the long run. Next, um, we have the, Orlando. The, I love Orlando's first pick. Yeah. Bamba makes me excited. Uh, yeah, he's. I gave them an A plus plus. I think Bamba's my favorite player in this draft. To be honest, I, I between him or Porter, I think they're gonna have the best careers. Bamba, in my mind, is just a complete replacement for Dwight Howard from a couple years ago. Because I think they're just gonna surround their franchise around Bamba. They got Aaron Gordon. I, I just think they're the Magic are starting to look good with their youth. Yeah, um, I think it's interesting. Drafting Bamba now opens up trading for Vucevic and Biombo. So, I mean, not only do they get Bamba, but they have a chance to get other guys along with that. So I think they're a point guard away from being a good team. I like Evan Fournier at the two. Jonathan Isaac still has room to improve. Aaron Gordon's turning into a great player, and now you got a big, defender at center so it's going to be really interesting to see how the magic play out in the east where you know if if lebron james leaves the east to leave the east is open for a lot of new teams so yeah the 76ers i was really excited for them when they took michael bridge at 10 only to learn that zaire smith was traded um and my little side note bridges mom works for the for the 76ers, and as she was posting and going crazy after he was picked, only to find out he's going to Phoenix. But Zaire Smith fits what the 76ers need. Um, they also got a 2021 first-round pick. Um, but 
Smith is a great – I think he's the best three-point shooter in this draft, um, which is what the 76ers need. Um, they got Especially guys like they Simmons. J.J. Redick. Yeah, I mean, Redick's going to ask for a lot of money. Yeah. Um, yeah. I know the market, this free agency, is going to be not as big as it used to be. I remember the 2016 offseason, guys like Timothy Mozgov were getting big contracts, and I was like, what are these teams doing? So yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's coming back to hurt a lot of teams in the long run, like the Lakers. As we're talking about Mozgov, they lost a player like D. Russ, who I think is going to be an all-star. So. Yeah. But – um, other than that, Shamet, I don't know much about him, but I give this overall a B plus. I give him a B minus. Phoenix Suns, I love their draft after they got Bridges. You have to give them um, an A. <laughs> I gave yeah, I gave them an A plus just because I think I mean Aiton might not end up being the best player in this draft, but at Safe one I wouldn't have taken anyone else. He fit them perfectly. They didn't have a starting center. Um, they got Bridges, who I think is going to be a great three and D player. I think he could. I think he's going to be an upgrade over TJ Warren at the three, but Warren can also play the four. Um, and then Eli Agop- Agopo, Agobo. I know I messed that up, but the first pick of the second rounds is their point guard of the future too from France. So yeah. I really like the Suns draft here, and I think they're going to start to rebuild all these young guys. Actually, in our next segment. Um, I have them taking a lot of young guys, so to start building through it. Um, next, we got Portland. I gave them, I don't, I don't know too much about their players, but I gave them a D because I don't think the players that they drafted really like really yeah. what they're trying to do. I gave them a D plus. I think. I know you didn't like him at 25, but I think Moritz Ragnar would have fit the Trailblazers perfect at 24. Um, when you're playing with guys like Dame and CJ, they don't really have other three-point shooters besides that. And I think Wagner could have opened up the full floor for him more. They picked a guy that's not NBA-ready. And Gary Trent Jr. at 37, I think that's a reach. I think they could have traded back and gotten him in the 50s. I think he still would have been there. Yeah. I gave um, them a D plus. I didn't like their draft at all, especially trying to compete with these other Western Conference teams. I don't think they're close to being yeah, near it. They're they're not going to be able to compete. They're no. the next time they'll be able to compete will be after Damian uh, Lillard's prime, definitely. Yeah. So on the Sacramento, I gave them an A because I mean they only had one pick with uh, Bagley at two, but like just based off the one player they got, he's arguably the best player in the draft. I mean, in my opinion, he's like third or fourth, but he's just really, really good for what they're trying to accomplish in Sacramento. I'm excited to see Fox to Bagley and healed and see what he can do. And um, the Kings, man, they're going to find a way to mess it up. I love Baglia too, but <laughs> I still give them a B plus. The Kings are a horrible franchise. Yeah, I, they need their just so bad. They need to relocate and change ownership. They got need. They need a fresh start. I mean, they had Demarcus Cousins, who's arguably the best center in the NFL or NBA. And... <laughs> NFL baby. <laughs> Sorry, blocking for the QB. <laughs> my mind's still on football, but yeah, they uh, they had the best center in the NBA, and they just they the horrible relationship with the players, and they just pushed him away towards the Pelicans. Yeah, um, so it'll be interesting to see how it plays out. But, I mean, 
I'm kind of looking at the Kings, like the Suns, a little bit. I'm excited to see where they go with their roster. Yeah. Next, we got San Antonio. Uh, I, I really like their pick with Lonnie Walker at 18. I think I think he was an undervalued player in the draft. I think he's. I don't know if he's going to be the replacement for Tony Parker, but I mean he's a good candidate to see what they can get out of value at number 18. Yeah, I like Walker as well. Um, I just think San Antonio is in big trouble because Kawhi Leonard. Um, I, I don't think they're going to get anything for Kawhi. Philly's not going to give up their assets for someone that's not going to stay. Same with Boston. Um, I gave him a C plus. I mean, I should have gave him more um, credit for Lonnie Walker, but I just think they're f- going to fall apart. I think – the Duncan Parker Ginobili era is about to end, so they should go in rebuild mode. Yeah. Um, the Raptors had no pick. Um, Utah. I don't really think there's much Utah. I like I like their pick. Um, I know their bench scoring was a little weak last year, so Grayson Allen's going to contribute to that second team. I thought they were going to go a different direction at twenty-one. I think Aaron Holiday would have been a better fit, but Grayson Allen's going to be interesting. I gave them a C plus because I think Grayson Allen's a second round talent. I don't think he should have gone the first round personally. I mean, I might I be a every- little biased because I'm a Duke fan and I feel like he kind of <laughs> ruined our chances uh, in the national championship or in the March Madness tournament this year. But yeah, I think it was yeah. a bit of a reach. I gave him a B minus. I mean, it'll be interesting to see how he turns out. And I also like the picture of Donovan Mitchell slapping Grayson Allen in <laughs> yeah. the face. So. <laughs> Um, it'll be interesting. interesting. And we got one pick left, and as a Wizards fan, at first, I will admit, at first, I was scratching my head. I gave them a D-plus earlier, but maybe this is all starting to make sense. Um, they traded Gortat today, um, like we talked about earlier, but I think they're building up the roster to make a splash at center. Will it be DeMarcus Cousins? I don't know. Will it be DeAndre Jordan? I don't know. But... Now with Troy Brown at three, at the three position, I was like, how is he going to play with Kelly Oubre and Otto Porter? But I think one of those two might be involved in trade discussions to get one of these players, and Brown would fill in at the second string. So, I mean, at first I was really mad at this pick, but now it might be making sense. I would not be shocked at all. I mean, this is just total speculation if the Wizards traded Bradley Beal for an all-star, like, power forward or center, maybe the likes of Kevin Love or someone like that, because I feel like Austin Rivers could easily fill in at the two position next to John Wall. Yeah, I mean, it'd be interesting. I think Bradley Beal or Otto, like, if I'm taking a prediction here, I think Beal or Otto are traded this offseason because this the Wizards aren't going to be able to compete with these three max contract players. They need a big – because. Markeith Morris and Gortat aren't going to get it done. One of those two needed to go. Gortat went, so I think they're going to fill in. Yeah. So those are our draft grades. Um, um, so next the, we had planned to do top 50 free agents, but due to time, I feel like it would be more valuable to just look at the top 25 uh, ranked draft or free agents. These these rankings come from Bleacher Report, so we, these are not our rankings. But we're just gonna say who we think they're gonna go to based on just our prior knowledge and just the top twenty five from Bleacher Report. 
Jeff? So here's what we're going to do. We're going to do the top 25, and then I'm going to give you my 26 to 50 on on like moves that they're going to be going to other teams and what your reactions are. Because okay. I plan for top 50, but this is our first podcast, so we're practicing with it. And um, I'm really happy how this is going so far. So let's see this ne- how this next segment goes. Okay, so let's number start from 20. Oh, you want to go number one? Okay. Let's go Let's go top first. Um, Ke- they put Kevin Durant at one. I put LeBron at my yeah, one. We got to talk about King James. <laughs> I did as well. I actually re- reordered it and put LeBron as one as well. Man, I at first thought people were crazy for this, but I am all in on LeBron to the Lakers, baby. Uh, I'm just so excited. Like I'm, I get chills talking about it. Um, I really want to see it happen. I, uh, I mean, I'm a major Lakers fan, but I just, I just don't see it. I have him resigning with the Cavs. I mean, I, I'm buying not to all the rumors, but, like, realistically, I feel like he doesn't want to be known as the player who betrayed the Cavs twice. So I think he's going to resign. Yeah, maybe he could resign to those, like, one, like two-year deal with after one-year player option just to keep doing that so he can go other – so that he can rethink his career. Um, if he doesn't go to L.A., I think – there's no other option besides staying in Cleveland. Um, I can't see him going to the Thunder, as James Harden said earlier today. Rockets. We don't need anyone else. Yeah, um, yeah the Rockets, I meant. And yeah. I can't see him going to the Sixers either. Yeah, I mean, Sixers, I feel like, will butt heads with Joel Embiid too much. If he goes to L.A., it's going to be his number one reason for it is family yeah. And that he wants to set up his career, and maybe other free agents follow him in that act. So, um, I think as a Lakers fan, I started off more confident about Paul George. Then I shift over to LeBron, and then I shift over to Kawhi being traded. But now I'm kind of settled back to I think Paul George is going to be their signing. Yeah, that that's that's the most realistic in my opinion. So to Kevin Durant, I don't think there's a discussion. Yeah, he's going to sign a long-term deal. Yeah, he's going to become the highest-paid player in the NBA, probably. Yeah, and, and he deserves it. And people call him a traitor. I mean, I think he's a traitor, too. But, I mean, he was the MVP for the Warriors past two seasons. So you, you can't tell if the Warriors would have been champions without him. So Yeah. Uh, and number three was he's, he just opted out of his well, – yeah. well, the. The team opted out of his team option as a rookie, but yeah, they're going to sign him to a long-term deal. Yeah. They're going to make sure he's a nugget for life. Yeah. Um. Yeah, there's not really much talk about that. I think Resigning, yeah. they're going to build around him. So. Yeah. PG-13. Yeah, boy. <laughs> I think he's going to the Lakers. I Did you watch his first part of the three-part series? Not yet. I didn't have time to do so, but I will probably sometime. It's seven minutes, and um, just how everything went, I think I really think he's going to become a Laker. Yeah. I mean, if you think about it, why would they make a three-part segment show on his free agency if he's going to re-sign with the same team? Exactly, and um, I mean, his whole family and his girlfriend wants him in L.A. Um, I really don't think... He wants to be the number two guy beside behind Russ for the rest of his career. I think yeah. this is his prime. He wants to go to his home and make his own name. But it's ironic because if he goes to Lakers, it could bring LeBron. Then he'd be number two behind a more 
dominant player. Yeah, and then Kawhi comes, and I think he becomes number three. So, yeah. <laughs> and if Lonzo Ball, or, or unless if they keep Brandon Ingram or Lonzo Ball develops, he could become number four eventually. Yeah, so uh, I think if LeBron comes, Paul George is going to have to come first. I think yeah. he's going to be the first free agent, big free agent, to make news that he goes somewhere else. In my opinion, the only way LeBron signs with the Lakers is if they get another superstar before. Mm-hmm. Right, so, so the next is Chris Paul. Chris Paul. Um, he's staying in Houston. Yes, I agree. Um, I mean, Houston – I mean, they had their MVP in Harden, but I don't think they would have been the same without Paul. As you can see, yeah. the Warriors just shut yeah. them out of the playoffs without him. So, Yeah, I, in my opinion, the Rockets would have ended that series game sick if Chris Paul played. Yeah. Um, Chris Paul's big. I mean, when he first got traded there, I was really pumped for Houston fans. Um, I was rooting for Houston the whole playoffs, but they fell short. Yeah, I was rooting for the Cavs personally, but yeah, yeah I know you little LeBron fan over there. <laughs> um, Demarcus Cousins is my wild card. I really don't know what's going to happen with him. His injury really changed everything. Yeah, I mean, as a Lakers fan, I obviously want like because we need a center desperately. I want him to sign with the Lakers, but I have him re-signing with the Pelicans because I think he just likes Anthony Davis, and I think they could be the best uh, big man duo in the NBA. I have three options for him. I have he comes home to the Pelicans. If the Pelicans don't give him that max contract, I think he goes all in for the money in Dallas. But the third one all changed today when I saw that Gortat was traded for Rivers. I think the Wizards could be packaging a deal to bring teammate Kentucky Wildcat to play with John Wall. And they would probably have to give up Beal. People say it would be Otto. Um... Otto Sat- Sataransky and picks, but I don't think that'd be enough. I think if they got a player like Beal, they would really get done. But I don't know. Um, I think the safe picks, the Pelicans, but I want to be a little risky, so I'm going to go with DC. Uh, next, we have Clint Capella from the Rockets. I He's going to stay. Yeah, I mean, actually, it depends because there is some speculation that LeBron could go. It's In my opinion, it's not going to happen, but if LeBron or some other major free agent goes to the Rockets, they, I don't think they'll have the cap space to sign Capella, but the safe thing is him resigning. Yeah, and he's a restricted free agent, so anything that happens, it can match. But Capella's, yeah, a, besides Paul, Capella's a big reason for their success. That dude turned yeah. into a great player this a year. I think. Monster. Yeah, he was up for one of the most improved candidates as well. So, Aaron Gordon, he's going to stay in Orlando. Um, he's going to be a big player in their rebuild. So, um, the Dunk King is going <laughs> to yeah. be big. So, number nine is interesting with Julius Randle. So, in my opinion, this depends on LeBron, yep. Paul George, and everything else. See if. Like, if the Lakers sign LeBron, Paul George, they're not going to have the cap space because Julius Randle proved himself to be a max player over the last second half of the season. So if they if Lakers get those guys, then uh, there's no way they can resign him. But I think he's their number one priority if they don't get those players. Yeah, um, I mean, if the Lakers don't pull out Paul George and LeBron – um, I'd be perfectly happy with seeing our best player from last season back on the Lakers. But since I went with LeBron and Paul George to the Lakers, 
I put him to a team like Atlanta that has a lot of cap space and they have a lot of money to sign these younger um these younger uh max players that they can build around and I think if Atlanta picked him up that would make this Trey Young and Herder thing a lot bigger. See, I had uh, like I said like if the Lakers don't resign him I had teams like the Mavericks cuz the Mavericks are just desperate to find a franchise like big the Mavs were my number three for them as well also have Clippers and Wizards in there because I mean Wizards after that trade they need a big man I mean I know Randall's small and he's more more of a power forward but it, I feel like with John Wall and Bradley Beal's fast-paced game they could easily do small ball with Julius Randall yeah um I mean as a Wizards fan as my number two team if a player, if the best player from my number one team went to my number two team, I'd be really happy. But yeah. um, I think you're going to see teams like Dallas, Atlanta, and um, the and the Clippers come into play. Um, I think I think he's the most likely restricted free agent. All these young guys to go somewhere else. So, but I mean. I would hate to see him leave the Lakers. Uh, he was he's turning into something big. Yeah, I think Tyreek Evans. Yeah. Oh, go along. What were you saying with uh, Randall? Real quick? With Randall, I was gonna say he's if like I was talking to you earlier that if he's given enough minutes, I feel like he's an all star. Like if he gets thirty six plus minutes a game, he can easily average a double double. That's the problem that he had last year. I mean, Kuzma broke out into a star. Randall got hurt some. They had Larry Nance yeah. um, and Brooke Lopez. So they couldn't find the minutes that he deserved. And if they kept him, I really hope they changed that. Yeah. I mean, the lineup next year, if the lineup next year turned out to be Lonzo Ball, they have money to sign a shooting guard like J.J. Redick or um, Avery Bradley at shooting guard. Um, Ingram at the three. Uh, Kuzma at the four and Randall at five. I would, that would be a good lineup, but it's not. It's not anywhere close to contention. But I mean, that's a good lineup to build around. In my opinion, that's. I think that's a good enough to compete for the eighth spot in the West. I mean, I know that the West is much stronger than the East, but like, I feel like that's a good enough lineup to compete yeah. for the eighth I, spot. I just want to see the Lakers in the playoffs. Honestly, yeah. I mean, even if it's a first round sweep, I just want to see them get back to Lakers basketball because. Getting back in the playoffs will show those bigger free agents that have questions that, yeah, they'll go to the Lakers. Because Kawhi, I mean, Paul George said he was going to L.A. no matter what next year. But if he doesn't, maybe that shows Kawhi. Maybe I shouldn't either because they didn't get him. So if you make the playoffs, I think that just changes his mind for sure. So Tyreek Evans, um, I don't think he stays in Memphis. I think Memphis is going another way. I think he tries – to go to a team, but I want to hear where do you think he's going to go before I say my team. I actually said he's going to resign with Memphis because I was reading up about him. He had one of his, like, I mean, he his best years were, like, in early years in Sacramento, but, like, he mm-hmm. had a really, really good season this year. I think he averaged something like 19 points a game, and it's mm-hmm. either he's going to stay there where he's played his best basketball in the last couple of years, or he's going to use this as an opportunity to go and get a big money contract somewhere else. Because I don't think he's going to chase rings because, I mean, he's not old, but he's not, like, super young. He's, like, I think he's, like, 20, yeah. 29. So, I think mm-hmm. he, I think he's trying to get his money contract in now and then worry about chasing rings later in his career. Yeah, so my wild card team for him is the Spurs and signing a long-term deal with them. 
I think he would fit their system well because Rudy Gay opted out of their contract, and he kind of reminds me of their little point forward system. Um, I read a lot about the Spurs and them wanting him, and he's one of their big name free agents. But, I mean, if it'll be interesting to see where it goes with that because I know they need more guards and forwards to build around Kawhi. Next no. KCP. He will not be a Laker next year. I can promise you that. <laughs> yes, I agree. I said he's gonna sign like a prove it contract, like like a one year. Let me like play as best I can to get money next off season. So I said he could potentially go to a team like the Seventy Sixers because I think because I think mm. he's a cheaper JJ Redick in my opinion because he's good at threes and he's just a good shooting guard. Like not super good, like Clay Thompson good, but like he's like durable as a starter. And, like, a person like J.J. Redick, I think J.J. Redick's – I mean, we'll talk about him later, but I don't think the 76ers are going to be able to re-sign him because he's going to want a lot of money. Yeah, I have J.J. Redick going somewhere else. We'll get to that later. Um, Caldwell Pope, he signed a one-year, 20-something million dollar yeah, contract to play with the Lakers this past year. Um, he, he exceeded his expectations from what I watched. Um, he did good. But he just doesn't fit what the Lakers want to do. So what I have him going to is I have him going to the Grizzlies. I kind of find them as maybe if Evans left, I feel like the Grizzlies would push for a guard like him. Next we got Marcus Smart. I think he's obviously resigning with the Celtics. Yeah. um, There was talks that he said – one sec – There was talks that he wanted to go for the big money, but I think he fits what the Celtics are continuously trying to do. I don't think they have the capacity to give him up that easily. They're going to need him off the bench when, like, Kyrie's healthy and uh, – or Terry Rozier also. Like, he – oh, my Mm -hmm. God, he did so good in the playoffs. Uh, the Celtics are starting to look like a really, really scary team for next year. Like, they were a top-four team, and their two best players were injured. Yeah, like, it'll be interesting. Like, their starting line next year is going to be Kyrie, Jalen Brown at the two, um, Gordon Hayward at the three. Um, Tatum possibly at four, maybe? Maybe. Um, I think you have a better shot at Hayward at the four um, or Tatum either. Like, I think they might do Tatum as a six-man, and really? – um, I could see him fitting Morris at the four or Horford at the four and fitting Baines at the five like they did this past year. Yeah, um, I just... But that's just their starting lineup. Like their starting lineup doesn't matter to what's on their what's on their court just, in the fourth it just has quarter. So many good players. Yeah, it'll be interesting. Uh, next, we got Will Barton. I mean, I don't know too much about him. I, I think I, I think he's gonna resign with the Nuggets. He didn't have too good of a year, but. What the Nuggets are trying to do, I think they're just trying to keep the team because they got. I think they got ninth seed last year, so they're so close to being a playoff team. So I think they're just trying to keep the team together and just add pieces to help them get over the hump. Yeah, um, I think he's either staying in Denver or um, the Indiana Pacers announced today or yesterday that Will Barton was one of their two main free agents they're going to go after this year. So I think he's going to go be a six man in Indiana and come off for Vic or maybe play the three next to Vic some. So, I think he's going to move. Thaddeus Young is another wild card for me. I really don't know what's going to happen to him. 
I say he's going to resign because he's getting up there in years. So I think he's. I think the Pacers are the place where he could probably get the most money because they know how he plays. And I think that's just the safest bet to get a secure contract. Yeah, I mean, he was the captain for the Pacers last year. I mean, the Pacers came off a year, but they didn't think that they were going to have. They almost beat the Cavs the first round, if I'm correct. Yeah, Victor Aladipo really boosted that team. So, I have him staying there, but I wouldn't be surprised if he opted out and signed somewhere else. Yeah. Um, Derek Favors, I think he stays with the Jazz. I agree. Um, I don't think in this year's market, there's not going to be a lot of money for him anyways. Yeah, um, I mean, he for, could be a potential max player if he has a good, decent year. Yeah. Um, I mean, a couple of years ago, if you told me Derek Favors is going to stay – I would have told you you're crazy because they're going to sign Gordon Hayward and he wasn't playing to anywhere near his worth. But last year he had a really good year, so I think he's going to stay because Donovan Mitchell and him together looked really good. And Gobert. Gobert had a great year defensively, of course, defense player of the year. But yeah. um, Isaiah Thomas, where do you have him taking his talents to? So – Surprise! I think he might actually go back to the Celtics. I know it sounds a little stra- sounds a little strange, but I think him and Danny, I think his last name is pronounced Ange or Ang. Ange. Yeah, I think they still have a good relationship, but like the Celtics fans still love Isaiah Thomas. I think Isaiah Thomas. I, I know he feels a little betrayed by the organization, but I think he still loves the franchise. So, like, I don't think there's many teams that are going to be willing to sign Isaiah Thomas, to be honest, because he's coming off surgery on his hip again. Mm -hmm. And I don't know. But I said if the Lakers miss out on, like, all their free agents, I think think the Lakers will resign him along with Julius Randle. But that's, like, that's a big if if they don't get Paul George or LeBron. Yeah. Um, Last offseason, after the Celtics, I thought for sure he'd be a max player back with the Celtics. But – he looks nowhere near that anymore. But he, yeah. he looked closer to himself with the Lakers again. Yeah. But I think I think he's going to go somewhere else next year. Um, I know he wants to find a home. There's three teams I have in mind that could potentially be. Um, the Phoenix Suns are one of them. They won't have to pay too much for him, and he can play with younger guys and start to be like their their father, honestly, like trusting him and learning from him. Um Another team I think of is Orlando Magic, another team that's in need of a point guard. Um, both both victims of Alfred Payton now finally both are gone of him. Um, and the third I have is Detroit with a new coach, maybe looking for his little Kyle Lowry um, yeah. if he stays healthy. But, I mean – they they have I mean he'd be interesting to see play with Blake and Andre but I don't know how they're gonna work it money wise but I think they're a wild card for it. Yeah. Um, Fred VanVleet he's a restricted free agent he's gonna be staying with yes. Drake in Toronto. Yeah, I agree. Um, now what do you have with Jabari Parker? I know Giannis uh, said he does not like playing with him. Really? He said that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Dang. See, I didn't know that. Um, I think Jabari – I mean, I'm pretty sure Jabari is a restricted free agent, right? Because he, he is. He's still, he's still on his rookie contract. So, I, yeah. I don't – I just don't think the Bucks the, – the Bucks used, I believe, the second pick on him behind Wiggins whenever they were drafted. Yeah. I mm-hmm. just I just don't think they're going to get rid of him. Unless they trade him, they're not going to let him sign with another team. 
So I have him re-signing with the Bucks. I don't think the Bucks have been able to see who Jabari Parker Jabari Parker can actually be yet. Um, he's been hurt like every year. So um, I actually, you know, I'm feeling risky with this. Maybe I'll get right on a few of them. I say he goes to the Bulls. I just feel like a Bulls. The Bulls are a team with Levine and Dunn that they're looking for another young player around that same draft time to build around. So, it, if he went to the Bulls, I would start to like that Bulls lineup a little bit. Yeah. Uh, next, we got Kyle Anderson. I have him resigning with the Spurs. Uh, at this point, the Spurs like their focus is on keeping what they've got and hoping and praying Kawhi Leonard stays with them, but. I, I don't know. I, I just have Kyle Anderson re-signing. Wait, I think we skipped over a couple free agents. We skipped over J.J. Redick and DeAndre Jordan. Ooh, we did. So, oh, yeah. okay. briefly, DeAndre Jordan, I have him going to the Mavericks. Um, yeah. I think he's going to make his mark because I don't really think he fits with any other team. I know he wants to go to Houston, but they Houston won't doesn't want him over Capella. Yeah. Um he doesn't fit the Spurs. I know he wants to be in Texas. Um yeah. I think Dallas is his only fit money wise. Yeah, I said he signs with a team in Texas or resigns with Clippers, but it's just so funny because if you remember a few years ago when <laughs> he when he wanted to when he agreed to sign with the Mavericks and then like the night that like like he did like the thing like where it's like a formal agreement, not like yeah. official. And then like the night where it's allowed to become official, like Blake Griffin and like Chris Paul and like the Clippers like locked themselves up in his house and like got him to stay with the Clippers like the night and he basically betrayed Mavericks. Yeah, um Maybe he makes amends. I'm not sure. It'll be interesting. Like, yeah. I think the Wizards could be another target for him later on, but I'm not sure. But JJ Redick, I have him going to the Spurs as well. Yeah, I said I said it depends on other free agents again because like 76ers mm-hmm. are going after LeBron. So like, if uh, if they have that money, they could sign him to another short term deal. Yeah, but um, yeah, yeah I, I think I, he stays in Philly if. Um, yeah, others, yeah, I agree. Um, so where were we? We were Kyle Anderson. I have him staying in San Antonio, yes, but I also put the Sacramento Kings down on there because I feel like they could overpay someone like him and because their franchise is stupid. Yeah, I would if I was him, I would not want to go to Sacramento. <laughs> I wouldn't either, but if they've given you double the amount of San Antonio, I'd be like, screw it. They're basically it. the Browns of the NBA, to be honest. Yeah, I'm excited to see the Browns, though. I kind of, yeah, I think I they might pull a few wins. Yeah. But uh, next, Trevor Ariza, he's another big piece of the Rockets. I think he stays there. I said it depends on Chris Paul and LeBron James' decision. Cause I'm oh, like, if LeBron goes, he's done. Yeah. But. But, like, Chris Paul, like, I mean, he's most likely going to resign, but there's been some heat between the Rockets' ownership and Chris Paul as of late. There's been some tension. But mm-hmm. I, th- I think they're all going to stay. Yeah. Um. I mean, like their MVP said last night, they don't need anyone else. So maybe yeah. he's right. If they, I don't know. If they, like, they just need to repeat that season. They had the Warriors pinned down. Mm-hmm. Just Chris Paul had to get hurt. Yeah, it was just so mad. Yeah, I mean, I, they're they're a fun team to watch. High scoring. Yeah. So. Zach um, Levine, I think he stays in the, with the Bulls. They didn't trade Jimmy Butler for him, part of the deal for a reason, just to let him go after a year. Yeah, I agree. 
Uh, next, we got Avery Bradley. I said he either resigns with uh, the Clippers or he's going to take – because he didn't have too good of a year. I think he might sign with some other team as, like, a one-year prove-it deal just to, like – like, just to mm-hmm. try to get a big money contract for next offseason. So, I think if you hear this team and the reason for it, you might agree with me. Um if like, Paul George leaves, I see him fitting perfect with the Thunder. Ooh, yes, yes. Um, I as I like a one-year prove-it kind of thing, like yeah, you like said. replacing Oladipo, too. Yeah, I feel like he would fit um, for what they're trying to hold. Because he's not a player that needs to be the star, and he'd probably work good with Russ. Yeah, exactly. So I don't know where we at around 25, because I just have all 50, so you'll have to keep me updated on that. So... 25, I have Dwight Howard. That was the ranking. So I said he's going to either – because he's going to get a buyout from the Nets. So I think mm-hmm. he's going to sign with a center needy team, such as the Wizards. Or depending on, like, what his mindset is, I don't – obviously, I, we don't know his mindset. He could be trying to get a ring. So I think in, like, a team maybe the Warriors, oh. he signs, like, the, the veteran minimum. Because I think he's better than Zaza and uh, JaVale McGee, in my opinion. Dwight Howard is ring-hungry. I have him going to the Warriors as well. That excites me that others think the same way. Um, I don't think he cares about the money at this point. This man just wants to get his name out there again. Yes. Um, So I think now that we're done with our top 25, I think we should just, out of the bottom 25, I think we should just pick two or three, like, big names that you want to talk about. Because I think we should move on to our last segment, like for like who we think is going to be MVP next year or rookie of the year, et cetera. Okay, um, so I'm going to go with first name I'd like to talk about is Nerlens Noel. Um, the Mavericks last year offered him a four year, $70 million contract, and he turned it down because he said he can play through and get more than that. Um, the Wizards are in need of a center. If they miss out, money-wise based off of Jordan or Cousins, I think he fits perfectly for what the Wizards are trying to do. They got a younger center who still plays good defense and can rebound. So I think the Wizards are going to go after him. Um, I think uh, – I thought I have him residing with the Mavs because I know they've had some tension over the last, like, year or so. But I just think if the Mavs miss out on, like, DeAndre Jordan again – I just don't think – I think he's their center, like, for, for the future. I just don't think they have – like, I think they're just going to throw money at him just to keep him. Mm-hmm. So, I have one more player that I would love to talk about. Um, that's free agent. Um, Someone's going to come to the Lakers, and he's going to be on the bench, but he's going to be one of the most loved players on the Lakers. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's going to be Lance Stevenson, baby. <laughs> Really? The little the <laughs> ear blowing in LeBron's ear. If they, oh my if God, those... what if they're teammates? <laughs> and Paul Paul George posted after the Pacers. Yeah, cut I saw him. that. Um, I think he makes sense as a bench peach if they got those two. Um, you're not looking for scores. You're looking for defensive guys that can just come in because Paul. If they get both Paul George going to play the two, so um that'd be kind of interesting yeah so one more before we move on there's one player i want to talk about it's not that he's like a big name but like ennis Cantor. he has like i don't know the exact it's like 28 million dollar player contract that's that's insane he does not deserve that hmm. money 
So he's yeah. on the Knicks. So I I think he I just wanted to mention that. He I think he's gonna obviously pick that player contract up and like he's yeah. getting paid with like the likes of like the top players in the NBA, which I think is insane. Yeah, I agree. And there's one more player that I think is gonna make him make a move that'd be interesting is Rudy Gay. If they lose Paul George, they sign Rudy Gay, in my opinion too. The Lakers? No, the Thunder. Oh, oh okay, I see what you're saying. Yeah. Um other than that, I don't have much. Um, just a bunch of role players. Yeah. Um. So next, I think we should do our predictions for M- NBA MVP next year and NBA Rookie of the Year. So for MVP, I have. I mean, it's obvious. I have LeBron James. I mean, he's always the safest bet. But, I mean, really it depends on what team he's on. Because if he goes to the Lakers mm-hmm. and there's, like, Paul George and stuff, I mean, he's still going to be the most dominant player. But, like, in, in in Cleveland, like, Kevin Love's not dominant enough to take some stats away from LeBron. But I feel Paul George could. So it just depends on what team he's on. Yeah, you can look at it either way. Like, Russ without KD won MVP. When yeah, you bring true. Paul George, he loses it. Um, James Harden, you bring Chris Paul, but – it's yeah, that pass. Chris Paul just completed James Harden as a player, in my opinion. Yeah, but like I'm, so what I'm saying is James Harden didn't win the MVP, but with Chris Paul, he won the MVP. So maybe good players around you doesn't take away from it. I'm not too sure how it all works. Who do you have as your MVP? Who I think will win next year. Um, I'm also going to have to go with LeBron. I got to be safe with that. Um, I think. He's got a lot of frustration built inside of him that I think he's just going to go off. But but a sleeper, Kyrie Irving. That's my sleeper. Really? Yeah. Um, I just think he's another guy that might just be wild next year. I just think the Celtics have too many pieces for him to the truly like, shine. Yeah. Um, My sleeper pick for MVP, I mean – I really, really like Russell. I mean, Russell Westbrook is my favorite player in the NBA. But I just think – I think he – especially if Paul George leaves, I think Russ is just going to go off again. Yeah, I, I see you on that. Um, but I don't know. I, I feel like NBA voters, like for MVP, like just don't want to give it to Russ. Like he averaged a triple-double this year, which was – I feel like I feel like they try to spread around MVPs too much. Like I feel like they don't want to give it to the same person, even if he's deserving. Um, so rookie of the year, you go first because I gotta think. <laughs> the rookie of the year, I mean, I have Mo. I mean, I'm in love with Mo Bamba. I have been since before the draft. Like, I just really like what he did in Texas. But um, if not him, it depends on uh, how Michael Porter Jr.'s like health is. I think if I- I'm not sure if he's gonna play this year, so that's like it's either Mo Bamba or Porter Jr. for me. So, Bamba, I like. Aiton, I think, is going to have a big role, so he could. But I'm going to go with Marvin Bagley the third. I just think he's going to – I think he's going to be really good, and he's going to get a lot of minutes. Um, um, and so, I guess the last one we could touch on is coach of the year, maybe. Just kind of predict and see, like, who comes out. Um. um I think Luke Walton with Paul George and LeBron could get some, but I don't think it'll be enough. I think um, – I mean, the safe bet Steve Kerr always is the word. But... I feel like Mike D'Antoni might pull it out somehow next year. Yeah. I feel I... like 
Yeah. I mean, maybe Brad Stevens as well, because a lot of people thought Brad Stevens was robbed last night for not getting Coach of the Year. Yeah, with playing without his two best stars and still going. But I've noticed that they still base it off of regular season more because, like, yeah. Toronto blew it again. So, yeah. Um, um, yeah go so, for it. Uh, Topic. I think since this shows all sports and we focus almost all NBA, I think before we close, the biggest sports event in the world right now is the World Cup. I think we should just, I mean, I think we should just both give like a predictor of who we think is going to win. So every team, I've been watching a few games, every team is so even right now that I'm just going to have to with who I'm rooting for, and I just want to see Brazil pull it out. <laughs> that That's funny. That's actually who I predicted to win as well. Um, Neymar is a guy that no one noticed him as much as uh, as much as Messi and Barca. Now he's at PSG making his own name. I think this is the year of the Neymar. I think he's going to bring the World Cup back to Brazil. Yeah, I mean, I'm not an avid soccer follower, but... From what I've heard and from what I've read online, Brazil's the favorite to win, so that's why I picked as well. Yeah, it's safe. Um, I mean, uh, once it gets down to the knockout rounds, I'll definitely start to watch more. I mean, yeah. U.S. not being in it this year really took away my interest, so. Yeah. I mean, Mexico is, like, the closest to, like, rooting for America, in my opinion. So, like, I really liked their win against Germany the other day. Yeah, that was huge. Um, So, I think that's pretty much all we have scheduled for tonight, so... My name's Dominic Brady, and I just want to thank our listeners for listening to our first podcast. And yeah, yeah. So I think that this went well, and we hope you guys keep listening. So thank you. Yeah, um, we hope you follow us through the ride. Um, like this is our first. Um, we're not going to be as advertising as we are, um, as we will be, because we'd like to get a few videos out first, just to work around more and. I think our next video focus will be around July 4th time, maybe even earlier. Um, We really want to get our reactions on the free agency and start to pan out our grades for what each team's trying to do and maybe an early look into the football season as well. Yeah, so we focus on NBA, this podcast, but by no means is that the focus for our podcast. We do all sports, so stay tuned and you'll be hearing about all sports. Yeah, um, I think NBA is our big focus. It's just because as Lakers fans, we're just so yeah. excited to see what happens. So um, that's about it. I'm Bryce Leslie, and thanks for tuning in to my co-host Dominic Brady on the Brady and Bryce show. And have a good night, guys. Yeah, bye. See ya. Oh, thank you.